0: I've been trying for days You're listening to Twas Now Tuesdays A podcast about music, marriage
1: And a glimpse into the life of two two self-employed artists with Diana and Mike Urban but Not
0: once did get through I've written you a letter you should get today saying I miss you Thanks for tuning in with us again. This is our episode number four. Four. We we actually, it's, we've had a little bit of a break since the last time we recorded our episode three. We took a week off because it was a long weekend and yeah. we thought we could use that time. What did we do instead of recording?
1: Well, it was the family day weekend? Um,
0: did you guys go skiing?
1: Maybe that was when we went skiing.
0: I don't remember. I don't it either. It was over a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> And then we were uh, we were all set up to, to get recording this episode yesterday, and then we ended up recording a song instead. So we're a little late releasing this one, but thanks for listening.
1: If there's any musicians or songwriters in the listening audience, you might understand how sometimes you just get inspired out of nowhere, and you usually have to try to follow that. Mm. And that's what we did yesterday. We got inspired because the night before, we had come up with a bit of a an idea for a song and we kind of wrote it like yeah we like
0: wrote it in like 20 minutes 20 minutes and then... which is really crazy because some of the songs we've written together have taken weeks or months to mm-hmm. finish
1: <laughs> these ones are weird when they just appear it's like yeah it's a little freaky because you don't know where it came from and you're worried that you lifted it or yeah um
0: i sure hope we didn't yeah i don't think we did no i don't think so either
1: that's what happened to paul mccartney i don't know if i know i've told you this story but maybe some people haven't heard it but when he wrote, If
0: I couldn't listen to your stories over and over again, I don't think our marriage would last. So <laughs> it's all good. Good.
1: Um, <laughs> not that I'm comparing our new song to yesterday, but when Paul McCartney wrote the song yesterday, he wrote it in his sleep and he woke up and it was in his head and he was worried that he lifted it from something. So he played it for people for a couple of years. Didn't have lyrics. Well, so he had some lyrics. Scrambled he used eggs. scrambled eggs. Yeah. And he did it for a couple of years, I think. And then finally after a while sorry, I'm really distracted. We have our we have a cat, Spike, and he's doing some really weird stuff right now.
0: He's just being just a cat. It's not that wall. weird.
1: After a while when people said they uh that he probably wrote the song, then he decided to actually write the words to it. And so yeah, it's just kinda of weird when these songs just appear and you don't know why. So I'm pretty happy with it. We we uh were setting up for the podcast yesterday, like Diana said, and decided you know let's just play this song mm-hmm. and uh, originally we thought we would just play it live on the podcast yesterday but then we decided to just run with it because we need another song for the album anyways we thought let's just record it and see if we can include it yeah we did it all it was great it's really fun
0: it was really fun and i recorded acoustic guitar for the first time
1: yes when <laughs> you nailed it well you did
0: i gotta keep my standards high if i'm gonna improve
1: come on so the next thing we wanted to talk about was just where we're at and what we're focused on right now
0: yeah we've been really focused on the album Mm -hmm. recording finishing it flesh and bone and uh so i guess that's also where why our energies went towards recording that song instead of this podcast and later this week we have a a session coming up we're going to be adding some fiddle to some songs uh with our friend shane gousset we are lucky enough to have play on our music on our recordings Mm -hmm. so that's exciting
1: it's too bad he's just such a hard guy to be around
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's a shame
1: (laughs) we love you shane um yeah that'll be nice we're gonna have him over at the studio at john's place and lay that down um what else do we got going on we have a lot of gigs coming up which is awesome we're playing three different toronto dates I believe, right? We're doing one at the local, which is a great little place on mm-hmm. and um,
0: That's not till mid... Mid-March. March. Yeah, a couple weeks. We're going to be at the T.O. Lounge this, this Saturday... Friday. Friday night <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> on March 1st. With our And that's Barrett. in Parkdale. Barrett Cressman. That's exciting. We've never been there before. Nope. I think it'll be a good time.
1: And then we have two other kind of exciting ones. On March 24th, we are supporting our buddy Jesse Parent, for his live album recording Mm -hmm. we're opening up we're gonna open up for him at the rich uncle Uncle
0: tavern downtown kitchener we've never actually been in there but we've heard really great things Mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to checking it out yeah likewise the menu looks good too
1: oh yeah yeah cool they have um chicken wings (laughs) nachos
0: i don't think so
1: no okay um and then we are back at one of our favorite places Rhapsody barrel bar in downtown kitchener we're going to be there every saturday in march for a matinee show which is two to five every single saturday um family friendly and that'll just be five.
0: Yep. i think we'll probably have two acoustic guitars for some of those right at least for a few songs anyway totally, totally. getting there and we get yeah. to
1: really take our new sound system for a for a spin we really don't yeah. use it that much that's right So yeah that's our month that's our week we're we're really i don't know if we've said this on another podcast yet but our family's taken a really a really big trip in april so we're trying to make that our deadline for having our album recorded and in the hands of john who can then take some time to mix it and all that fancy stuff so that's why this these next few weeks are really big for us in terms of trying to get this record done it's exciting but it's a lot of work but we're loving it right yeah okay so the big moment.
0: So last time, Mike talked about his top 10 albums of all time and suggested that I do it for this time.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and he then... loved that assignment.
0: <laughs> I don't like homework, <laughs> I never did. <laughs> um, I don't know I find like lists like these are really hard yeah because my favorite music changes all the time something that I loved 10 years ago I don't necessarily love today actually that's probably mostly the case I guess trying to figure out what the top 10 albums of all time for me are I had to look at sort of like the way you did Mm -hmm. kind of autobiographically Just Um, as a
1: precursor to this, I'm just curious. This might be a whole other segment. What was your first album? Do you remember?
0: My first album? Ever that you owned. Ever that I owned.
1: Or or with your own money or whatever. Do you have a memory of that?
0: It was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely
1: Hearts Club Band. Wow. You're so cool. (laughs) Mine was Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. That's pretty cool. Greatest hits. That was pretty awesome. It was a tape. But I
0: really grew up on the Beatles. Mm -hmm. And that's... uh, that's where my list starts right because cool. i i loved listening to records as a kid it was like one of my favorite pastimes around the house when i was a little girl mm-hmm. that and wearing a tutu and dancing around and pretending to be a ballerina
1: so not much has changed <laughs> diana does that a couple times a oh week yeah year.
0: i wear tutus all the time yeah. yeah it's a regular part of my wardrobe right the records we had in the house of course were my parents records my parents are both classically trained musicians my mom's a singer my dad was a music prof for like 30 years and he's a pianist and and a conductor and a music historian we really only had classical music in the house mm-hmm. opera chamber music then also the beatles <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> because my dad and my uncle Uh, loved the Beatles when they were in high school I guess Mm -hmm. and they would take turns buying the records so we had well at one point I guess they both started buying their own copies too but we had most of the Beatles albums in the house and I listened to them all the time my dad also had a little collection of 45s that I loved to play Uh, songs like Monster Mash and Big Girls Don't Cry and what else was on there I don't know I can't remember I told him that I want that as my part of my inheritance. Nice. The box forty five. Awesome. <laughs> when I turned thirty, he asked me what I want for my birthday. I told him that. And he didn't give it to me. oh He doesn't even have a record player. Come on, Ken. I know, right? <laughs> okay. Anyway, so I had to pick a Beatles record for mm-hmm. my number one because that was really the first early influencer for me. Oh, I also just want to say I remember at a really young age I learned how to put the records on the rec- record player and dust them and mm-hmm. um, i would check the needle to see if there was dust on it that had to be brushed off and if uh you know other people in the house didn't want music on we had some really wicked headphones oh nice like the big plastic with the, ones yeah yeah the big ones with like the, <clears throat> the, the telephone cord. cable yeah. yeah so i would use those too awesome. i don't know if this is my favorite beatles record but I decided to choose the one that I kind of remember listening to the most as a kid and that's Abbey Road. Nice. Yeah. Good choice. So that's my first one. I also loved The White Album. Mhm. And of course, Sgt. Pepper's.
1: Like I said. The White Album otherwise known as The Beatles.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I there like I probably at one point in my life could have sung every Beatles song memory wow that's how much i used to listen to them as a kid that's amazing yeah
1: i'm gonna maybe interject right here and let people know that one of the things that i loved about you from the start was your taste in music oh that was so great i thought that was really attractive that you knew music inside and out you know we'd be driving and she'd be singing the horn lines or the oh yeah that's what or i always <laughs> the, um or the guitar parts and i always thought that was just fantastic well
0: because i was always singing I would always find a way to sing along with whatever I was listening to Mm -hmm. and sometimes that meant singing guitar solos yeah I still do that yep I don't know which one that is is that that's just uh that was just to show you a sample of my electric guitar voice oh nice that's what it sounds like I like it
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right next number two
0: so um another huge album in my life as a kid was Paul Simon Graceland oh yeah that's number two
1: I've heard of that song (laughs)
0: How about the album? Have you heard the whole yes, thing? Yes, I've heard the album. <laughs> we used to listen to that on road trips a lot. I just love that album. It's great. That was his album of Elvis covers? <laughs> Shut up. You're such a dork. <laughs> yeah. So that's a big one. I, I remember trying to put it on in <clears throat> our living room sometimes, and I open the case, and it's not in there.
1: Are you talking about our living room? Or are you in yeah. a memory as a no, kid? No,
0: I'm talking about what present day. Why isn't it in there? I don't know.
1: Wait, the vinyl or the CD?
0: I don't think we have the vinyl do we yeah we do
1: from Ugh. your mom she gave us a bunch of her old records and Graceland was one of them
0: right cool yeah well we should listen to it later we will um yeah that's a great record we saw paul simon oh, together a few years ago did we ever several years ago <clears throat> how long ago was that
1: three maybe no Four. were we married
0: <laughs> how long have we been married
1: 10 years <laughs> no no we've been together 10 years <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, but it was at Sound Academy in Toronto. Mm-hmm. That's the name of that place, right?
1: Yep. It was a great concert. It was fantastic. But it was so crowded. That was the year that uh he did a world tour, I think it was. Maybe just North American. He would do two shows. He would play a th- a theater show, his real polished, you know, theater show and and then he would play um either the previous night or the following night at a small club unannounced. And it was a more relaxed uh, affair and we found out that it was going to be at sound academy and we got tickets and oh it was just it was great it was
0: some of you might have seen clip of this on youtube um during the concert uh paul simon asks who learned to play guitar to duncan Mm -hmm.
1: um, which is one of his songs
0: and he a bunch of people kind of shouted and raised their hands and stuff and um and he he pulled a a girl up out of the audience and she played Along with Duncan, with the band on the stage. <laughs>
1: and it went viral. It's on YouTube. Yeah.
0: But I mm-hmm. felt like I was I was disappointed that, Mike, you didn't go up there. Because yeah. you could have done the finger picking, and it would have been
1: amazing. Yeah, and the guitar. I was more disappointed, play, was though,
0: that my friend Ashley, who we were with, didn't mm-hmm. go up there. Because that was a regular song that we would sing in high school together. Mm-hmm. She's, a, she's a great guitar player, and she would do all the finger picking and good times anyway number um, three yes i was a really big radiohead fan when by the time i got to high school i think my favorite radiohead album is in rainbows so that's the one i put on my list that's a it was a tough call Mm -hmm. i also love kid a and Mm -hmm. amnesiac and others (laughs) i always loved okay computer yeah, that's a great album. But yeah, Radiohead's probably one of those bands that I lis- I've listened to the most. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Do you ever notice that, do you ever tie certain bands or music to seasons? Yeah, I do for sure. I always thought Radiohead, like, I tend to only listen to them in the winters. Yeah. They're a good winter band. Yeah, when you're fall inside. and winter. Same with the weaker bands. <laughs> in and the they winter? They just seem like a winter band.
0: One of my favorite albums of all time that made this list is uh, Lauren Hill miseducation of lauren
1: hill nice one
0: that was a huge album for me like i remember buying it after it came out and i listened to it like every day for a
1: year probably what year would that have been
0: probably around 97 wow or 98 yeah maybe actually 98 or 99 no
1: actually it wouldn't be because i remember i was in high school yeah yeah and i would have graduated around 98 right
0: yeah, been. you would have, 98 or 99.
1: So it had to been earlier than that.
0: I don't think that's right. It
1: has to be because, let me tell you this quick story. We had an assembly once, and these two girls at WCI who were kind of making a name for themselves in the music business, they used to sing Backups with some kind of big R&B guy. I can't remember who it was. Okay. The Walsh sisters. And anyways, they sang at an uh, assembly. They sang Killing Me Softly, the Fugees version. And on the part where, it's, the part where it goes, where boop, boom yeah or no wait i am thinking of the fugees they're the ones that did um killing me softly right
0: while well, you've been talking i googled what year it came out it was 98
1: the lauren hill one yeah yeah you're right
0: because that's the album we're talking about you
1: nailed it yeah i totally went on a tangent next <laughs> it's okay that is a very accurate glimpse into our marriage oh yeah and our discussions i think don't you think <laughs> <laughs> me interrupting with some random story that ends up not being and then related. in the end
0: i was dead on
1: yeah and then you were right <laughs>
0: I love that lauren hill album it's awesome it has really cool like narratives in between each song on the Mm -hmm. album and if you've never listened to it you should it's amazing Mm -hmm. yeah i think it was just a really important piece of culture at the time too Mm -hmm. you know yeah let's see what else i got on my list i chose elliot smith figure eight i love elliot smith And uh, if you are wondering if that influenced the naming of of my child, then yes, it did. Yeah, totally. (laughs) So the album I chose from Elliot Smith is figure eight. But really, it's a toss up. Like, how can you pick just one? The thing about Elliot Smith music, if you're depressed, Mm -hmm. it's not going to help you. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) Yeah. It does help you to wallow in depression. Yeah. Yeah. which is probably why I loved it so much in my early 20s. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. I heard a, a really neat quote yesterday. I was on Twitter and my man crush, uh, Jason Isbell, wrote something that I really liked, basically saying that he thinks that Gillian Welch and David Rawlings' performance on the Oscars last week is probably going to ignite something in a in a lot of kids the same way that Elliot Smith did when he was on the Oscars in
0: can't remember the movie
1: but he really said it eloquently where he said you know being a kid and seeing a, a quote weird yeah. awkward guy on stage made him realize that he could actually be something he projected that that probably happened on sunday night when when some young kind of awkward kids saw gillian welch and david Rollins with their weird outfits and singing yeah kind of old they sounding songs are
0: amazing probably
1: inspired a bunch of kids so i just thought that was really neat
0: in fact the next album on my list is soul journey gillian welch Good one hey we just
1: heard it this morning
0: yeah i know i know i love that coincidence it's great
1: i crank music in the kitchen in the mornings to wake diana and elliot up we're not morning people this morning was soul journey by uh gillian Welch. that's that's a good one to
0: wake up to because it's it's nice and mellow you can take your time sometimes you choose things that are like a little intense
1: there's nothing wrong with (laughs) rocking like queen no no queen
0: is good queen is great in the morning i'm trying to think of an example Sometimes Something I'll that's a little Elliot's. more jarring, but yeah, Gillian Welch's Soul Journey. I think Gillian Welch is a huge influence on me musically and on us probably. Absolutely, the harmonies and and the guitar style and and she has a really interesting voice. Mm-hmm. It's very clear and pure, but it has kind of an edge. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of haunting almost
1: yeah absolutely
0: so yeah these album choices are all over the place but i i love so many different types of music and i'm trying to okay. i'm trying to pick the large spin ones
1: you're putting a lot of thought into this you know we could do this weekly if it helps i'm almost monthly. done no i'm kidding i'm, I'm saying like if it's we can come back to the we, maybe we can make this a monthly segment where we have a new up, updated well it
0: does change content. all the time yeah
1: i update mine every sunday morning
0: so vampire weekend modern vampires of the city sweet i love that album we've been
1: listening to that a long time it's
0: great it makes me feel happy and bright mm-hmm. and uh, and it's so kind of weird um i remember listening to it in the car with elliot a lot a few years ago when he was younger and, mm-hmm. it's and he great. thought it
1: was cool because it had the word vampire in the name um we like vampires yeah, yeah we have to get that on vinyl yeah absolutely that one was up for a grammy yeah and that was kind of an upset a lot i remember that year at the grammys a lot of people anticipated that that album should win because it was gorgeous and the production and everything was just really really
0: well and just such a unique sound Mm -hmm. like it was very contemporary
1: yeah and then i can't remember what won that year instead of that but it was i think it was like one of those underdog things where something else won that wasn't expected to there was some funny thing i saw on youtube once where it was some youtube show with steve buscemi where he interrupts people's work or something like that and he just shows up at vampire weekend's rehearsal space and just interrupted the rehearsal it was really funny
0: hmm. uh, speaking of interrupting oh i get it so trio the trio album oh, yeah. which is dolly parton linda ronstadt and emmy lou harris and when did that come out like early 80s yeah it's a great record so good and I actually only first heard it last year, mm-hmm. which is weird because I know a lot of people grew up listening to that.
1: But Do you remember, we didn't like, have
0: any kind of country music exposure in my family when right. I was a kid. So I guess, except for what I heard on the radio.
1: Do you remember like sometime this year we found that record at Encore? Mm-hmm. We brought it home and then we found a copy we already had. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
0: now we have two. <laughs> now we have two.
1: Um, yeah, I think that album is a masterclass in harmony. Oh,
0: it's Beautiful. Yep. And I just love strong female vocalists. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think that's the biggest influencer on me. Even yep. though I haven't mentioned very many yet, have I? Um, Another favorite album of mine is the Secret Sisters. You don't own me anymore. Oh, Stunning. It's gorgeous. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and they have a new one coming out, I think.
0: Yeah, I think they do. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's so good. And produced by
0: brandy carlisle yeah yeah i think they did a little touring together and uh brandy carlisle's amazing mm-hmm. she or they i think it's not just her but supports so many rising artists mm-hmm. especially female artists just a really important part of the music community right Absolutely. now and uh that leads me to the brandy carlisle album by the way i forgive you mm-hmm. which might be my favorite album of all time
1: i think it's beautiful
0: i also love fire daughter
1: is that the one before it Mm -hmm.
0: and that's what got me really into brandy carlisle i'm realizing a lot of these albums on my list are um things that i would paint to a lot
1: yeah that's right because
0: as a as an artist i always have to have music playing when Mm -hmm. i'm working that's true and a lot of this music is really great to paint to (laughs) my art is pretty i don't know what moody and emotional and
1: maybe you should try painting to like randy newman or justin bieber or something and see what Um... happens sean mendez wonder what you would create what would come of that we who could knows? do some experimenting
0: i also just want to shout out to a lot of the female vocalists who impacted me as a girl and as a singer billy holiday sarah mclaughlin diana ross aretha franklin jan arden and, mm. and carol king nice i had to mention those
1: that is a fantastic list thank you i can yeah. really see how it influenced your style and your singing i Get love job. music music's cool Yeah. What would we do without it?
0: What would we do without it? Life would be boring.
1: We'd do probably more shoveling than we do now. More shoveling? Yeah.
0: Our driveway would be so clear. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well.
0: So that's it. That's my list. And I know that I could probably make a lot of other lists with a lot of other music on them that I love. But those are the ones I picked this time.
1: And maybe when we post this today, we can suggest that people comment with their top 10. List. That'd be Great
0: cool. idea. And just a reminder, if you do want to make any comments or send us a message, you can do that right on the Anchor podcast app. Mm-hmm. You could even send us a voice message if you want, or just send us a, a text. We'd love to hear from you. Or if you have any suggestions of topics you want us to talk about let mm-hmm. us know so we're gonna get to work this week getting ready for more recording oh another thing i want to mention we're trying to decide what single we want to release
1: right yeah we got to figure that out because we want to get the single done first so we can get it out there
0: like we want to pick one that's kind of representative of the whole album
1: i think the one that we're floating is a good idea i think that's what. It is. well we thanks
0: should... for joining us yeah. and uh we'll be back again next week hope you're liking the podcast
1: check out our website www.twasnowmusic.com and check out all the dates and come see us play. Okay. Bye.